Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Moms Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. Happy Wednesday, mompreneurs. Hope you're having a lovely day. We are freaking out in Michigan because it is 51 degrees and sunny, and we don't know what to do with ourselves since this is the really, really awful month of February that makes us all, you know, hunker down and hang out by the fireplace with a cup of hot chai. And it's not doing that to us, so we don't know what to do with ourselves. Birds are singing. We're just really confused here thinking it's spring. But no, no, we know it's winter. We know it's going to continue. Anywho, I am enjoying it, and I hope you are um, having a good Wednesday wherever you are. So... A couple of you have sent me some awesome messages lately. I really appreciate your feedback, and I do read every single message I ever get. If you have suggestions for a show or if you have a question you'd like me to answer, I would love to do that for you. All you need to do is email me. That's Lara, L-A-R-A, at mombizcoach.com, and I'll be happy to respond to you. So, Send me your questions. It makes the show a lot more interesting if I am talking directly to you about things that you directly care about, like today's topic. So this was one of the topics that got sent in. I have a client who said, you know what, I I hear you. I know I need to focus on things like a profit margin and, you know, making a bigger profit in the upcoming years. You know, and this is for those of you – If you've been in business for a few years, this is one of those success criteria that should be on your business plan. You should be increasing your profit margin. You should be making not just more money, but more profit year over year. And there are lots of strategies for doing that. And I was talking a little bit about some of the stuff last week, so it ties in well with our our conversation from the podcast last week. So, but, you know, how do you do that? How do you increase your profit margin, right? You know, the two typical ways to do that are cutting costs or raising prices. (laughs) Those are your two best options. But let's dig a little deeper and talk about what are, you know, the best ways to do those. I want to start with the prices, okay, because typically increasing prices, charging money, asking for more money, these sorts of things, you know, are all (laughs) – manner of ways of driving up the fear factor for most of the entrepreneurs I work with. When I say raise your prices, people get a little freaked out. Um, You know, it's hard as an entrepreneur to sell yourself. It's hard sometimes to determine the value of the products, the services, and the programs you put out there and to say, I believe it's worth this much. And then you stand back, you put it out there, you hold your breath, and hope somebody will agree with you that you and what you produce are worth that much money. So (laughs) if that's not scary enough, having your coach say, hey, I think it's time you raised your prices so we can, you know, increase your profit margin might make you go into anaphylactic shock. I get that because, you know, now we've got to get even more expensive. So here's the deal. it, It doesn't, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that 
you know, doesn't feel great for a lot of people to say, okay, here I am working and cultivating my top clients, my best customers, my repeat customers, and now what am I going to do? I'm going to go and charge them more money, right? Well, you're not just going to charge more money, okay? But this is one of the ways for you as an established business to increase your profit margin. And you don't just raise your prices. The way you do that is you increase the value of the things you offer. An example of this strategy and process would be, say, for instance, you run a restaurant, okay, or a food business. One of my clients runs an organic uh, food meal prep business. And so she creates, serves, cooks. I mean, she's cooking for her family. She's cooking for like 15 others, right? And she's doing this all out of her own kitchen. She runs her business pretty exclusively on Facebook and through her newsletter. And she charges a set amount for a lunch that serves a certain amount of people, a dinner that serves a certain amount of people, and various snacks that she creates. And, you know, this business is an awesome business model. It's going gangbusters for her. And what what my recommendation would be to her or to somebody who ran a restaurant, you know, exactly the same kind of business but just not out of their house, um, would be to raise the price on those menu items. So say lunch is 7 or $8 for a family of four, okay? Wow, what a deal, right? So why not charge 9 or 11 Okay, 11 might be a big jump, but nine's not too bad. And what you could do, instead of raising the price and everything else staying the same, you would add value. You would get some new uh, menus printed out. You would let them know that you're throwing in a little snack or side. Maybe this is something that um, you know you have excess of, like you made more than you needed for your orders this week. So that's just a little extra bonus, but you let people know the prices are increasing, but they are also going to be including an additional little bonus of something that you need to get rid of anyway, right? And that's how you increase the value, not just the price, okay? Because people, of course, if they have two exact two of the exact same items sitting next to each other, of course they're going to compare on price. But when people understand the value of something, they're typically happy to pay for it. So you as a business owner can find ways to increase your prices and increase your value, the value you provide to your customers. If you run a fitness studio and your classes cost a certain amount, what can you do to create an additional benefit that really is no cost to you or very little cost to you, but that will allow you to inch up the price of those classes just a little bit or workshops that you offer or whatever, okay? You get the idea. So this is a really important thing to discuss. It's not as scary and difficult as you might first imagine it is. The key is to make sure that when you increase price, you increase value and that you are very carefully and upfront articulating that for your clients so they can see it. It may mean you need to rebrand a bit the service or the item that you're offering, right? It may need a special new email where you announce the new added bonus services that you're offering. It may need a relaunch of a program that you've created. Whatever it is, you might need to skin it a little bit differently, but make sure you have added value as well. Okay, another idea, of course, on the expense side, right? Here we're talking about raising prices. Now let's talk about cutting expenses. Every single one of us business owners gets a little lazy about our expenses. 
one of the expenses you may be um, that I really want you to take a look at would be some of your IT costs. Okay, what are you paying for IT costs? And I this could include things like your laptops that you buy for yourself and your staff, or that you uh, provide the the cell phones that you buy for yourself and your employees. This could be um, the cell phone plan that you have for yourself and your employees. So these are both fixed costs, like the actual purchase of the equipment, like your computers and phones. Um, it could all and printers, things like that. Of course, we all need. And then it could also be those recurring costs that we have in IT. So how much are you paying for your landlines, if you still have them, your cell phone lines, your data, your if you're using, uh, I don't know if you're running cable. I don't know if that's going to be on your bill or not. If you're having an IT staff, if you're getting, oh, all of the storage devices. So if you're using um, cloud storage for Apple products, if you're using Dropbox or other uh, cloud storage devices that aren't necessarily attached to a certain platform, um, these sorts of things can add up. And when I say we get lazy as business owners, what happens is we decide we need something, we buy it, we wind up on a recurring subscription or we keep buying the same type of equipment, phones, computers, whatever, uh, because it's what we've bought before, but we may be overbuying. We may not need the recurring service or the type of high-end laptop or phone that we're using all the time. Could you save some money in a pain-free kind of way by not buying the top-of-the-line Mac computer just because that's what everybody in your office uses or that's what everybody in your team uses or you yourself use? Could you keep the existing IT you have going for another year or so, depending on how you're doing this year? You know, what's your profit margin going to be like? Look at things like that. And then look at your cell phone bills, cable bills, your uh, data bills, so their cloud storage bills. Are you using the amount of available storage that you've signed up for. So go to Dropbox. Did you bump up a few years ago and now you've got four gigs of space and they're charging you more for that than the two gig and really you're not even using a full gig and a half? Take a look at that. Look at your cell phone data usage plan. Are you using all of the data that is allocated to you? Are you using all of the minutes and text messaging that is allocated to you and your team? If so, great. If not, can you cut back? And it's worth it, guys, to even give a call to any of the or send an email to any of these data and service uh, storage type providers and just ask them, is there a better deal and could you do with a lesser expensive plan? Okay, Because oftentimes it just takes reviewing your bill and reviewing your usage and seeing that you really aren't using all that you asked for. So again, pain-free way to cut costs, okay? Think about that because I think the, the pain-free is a really good idea, right? We don't want to be paying for stuff that we're not using in the first place. So this is one of those really great lessons that if you could do it each year, it would be great. Lastly, the last, you know, when we look at our client list, when we look at our customer list, you know how it's said in the past, you want to make sure that you know, 80% of your business is from 20% of your database. Those repeat clients are awesome, right? You want to make sure that you are tailoring your offerings with those repeat clients in mind, with those who spend 
the most money with you, right? It's hard. It's so expensive to find a new client. It's much less expensive to retain a loyal client. So take a look at your database, at your client list, your customer list, and ask yourself, who's making you the most money right now? Who has been there with you and who keeps buying everything you do? Now, after that, take a look and write down who has the most growth potential. Which clients are poised or customers are poised to be those long-term and high-ticket clients, okay? If you focus on these two groups and then start looking at ways you can gear your offerings to them, this is the place that you can add value and offer more premium prices for what you're offering. These people are ready to go the distance with you. And if you are making sure that you're listening to them, actually email, call, poll them, find out what they want more of from you. When you create that thing and deliver it at a higher value point and a higher price point, they'll be ready to buy because you ask for their feedback and because they're already dedicated to what it is you offer. Okay? And by the way, Whoever is on that list who's not making you a a lot of money and doesn't have a lot of growth potential, these are typically your biggest complainers. These are late or slow payers. These are often people who are just searching around for the best price on something. They're not your best customers anyway. So you don't have to create things that serve that group. In fact, letting them go and not worrying about them too much is probably a good plan. I would not spend a lot of resource on that group. Um, Yeah, so hopefully I've given you a few different strategies, both to raise your prices and to cut your expenses that feel pain-free and doable so that you can have a nicely padded wallet (laughs) at the end of the year this year when it comes to your profit margin. I hope that is helpful to you. If you have some more questions, I'd love to answer them. As I said, reach out to me, Lara at mobbizcoach.com, and send me your questions, and I'll be trying to incorporate those into an upcoming podcast in the future. Well, that's it for today, guys. Until next week, I'm your host, Lara Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Take care.